coming up on Monkeys Took My Jetpack. You expecting trouble? Who or what is threatening you? I will help. Thanks, mister. There will be glorious blood. You will find that this fight is not going to be as easy as you think. Do you know these people? I know they're in our way. I'm watching Tommy real close. Is this how we're going to do it? I was trying to be nice. Calamity and the Coyote are locked in combat. You shot my hand, son of a bitch! And he comes down with these two circular blades. That reaction may change depending on how you answer this question. Jack, did this get any weirder? Dana over yet. Good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, and thank you so much for downloading Monkeys Took My Jetpack, issue number 94. This time around, we have something that's special, at least to me. I don't really think it's that special to anybody else, but it's a session that I thought was lost. I couldn't remember whether we didn't record it, I couldn't remember whether I just couldn't find it or what, but as far as I was concerned, this session was gone, and I was looking for something completely different, and I just, I had happened to notice that a lot of sessions were not named. They were just voice chat and a date and time stamp. So I started looking through them, and lo and behold, I found this, and I'm so happy. It is the first of what will be several Western-themed issues coming. I almost held this out to 100, and I thought, no, because the only person who's really excited about finding this is me. I mean, it's going to be a fun issue for you guys, but it's not going to have anything spectacular attached to it. It's just a one-shot that we did that I really enjoyed. And I thought, wow, it's really too bad this will never see the light of the podcast. And now it will. So we are playing a game called Weird... What? (laughs) Is it... Wild Weird Wuxia West. And uh, because I'm trying to get this out tonight, if that is wrong, it'll be right in the show notes. But it's a game that I found because I'm a sucker for Wild West games that are more on the weird side and are less on the crunchy side. And this was my first foray into a truly rules-light game. I thought I had experienced rules light. I think I had played in them before. I mean, I know I've played Quags and I've run Quags and we've done things like the One PG system and Truth and Justice and things like that. And those are lighter rules, but these, this game is particularly rules light. I think it's on two pages and it doesn't give a lot of guidance for how to do things. They just give you the rules, boom, there you go, you're done. I mean, at least with the One PG system, you get a bunch of scenarios that you can use to help you along. This is just like, here you go, here's the system. I know one thing, if nothing else, this was the first time in a game that I was running where it took a while before we started rolling any dice, and the dice rolls up until the climax are few and far between, and I remember thinking at the time, is this okay? Are they bored? (laughs) Is this something that is allowed in role-playing game circles? And it was and is, and we all had a good time. So, without further ado, let's get into it. The cast includes yours truly, Blind Geek, as the Game Master, and Trilobite and Moondog as our players. And they will be going over their characters just before the story begins. So, we're not going to worry about that. Let's just get on with it. Belly up to the bar, grab yourself a bottle or a mug of your favorite beverage, preferably some sarsaparilla we got stocked up just the other night. 
Sit back, relax, and set a spell for Monkeys Took My Jetpack, issue number 94, Demon Dog. A jetpack flashback. And look at that, it's recording. Or at least it's counting down seconds, so I will assume it's recording. Alright. And we went over our characters, but no one was there to hear it, so so there we go. But uh, we got Jack Wade, played by Trilobite, and Kajika, played by Moondog. So, we are doing this weird, wild Wuxia West, such as it is, and we are ready to go. Starting right off the bat, I'm just checking the time because i got to see how long I have, because I have to stop. Just under two hours. Okay, let's do it. Alright, so, you are riding along on your horses. Are they just horses, or do you have a horse with a capital H, like Tornado or Silver well, or whatever? when we made these characters in uh, Wushu, yeah. my horse was one of my traits here. Well, then by all means, feel free to factor him in. This may be a capital H horse. Sweet. Uh, her name is Calamity. Awesome. I have a war pony. Awesome. I'm going to name him Trilobite. <laughs> <laughs> I've been called worse. And I will ask you guys, are you just riding along, or do you have a particular destination in mind? If you allow, I allow. I'm going to say that we have heard that there is a column or unit of cavalry for the United States in the area, and we're trying to find them. So I'd say we're riding in the mountains looking for them coming through a pass or something. Okay. We just want to make sure they don't come towards our caves. Yeah, I like that idea. We're not necessarily making a raid no 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 we're just scouting i don't know if i'd be down for but it's just me and you i didn't bring any warriors with us that works for me all right so you are riding along you're looking so far you have not seen any sign of the cavalry but you're not necessarily out far enough to where you expect to see them yet there is a thunderstorm that's coming you can feel it in the air uh, you can smell it in the air. It's got that fresh rain smell. Gotcha. And ozone. We should uh, we should look around for some place to take shelter. That is a good idea, Jack. You are passing by a small, isolated ranch house. Why don't I ride down there and take a look? Doesn't look like anyone's home, but they're less likely to start shooting at the side of me. I'll watch up here, and if you get into any trouble... Of course, I will be there, my friend. A silent nod, and Calamity and I will head down toward the ranch house. It looks pretty deserted. Seeing that, I'll sit there on Calamity, like watch for a moment, look over toward the storm, and then dismount and head up to the main door, peer in through the windows. You don't see anyone, but as you approach the windows, you hear the sound of a woman weeping inside. So then, I'll go up and give a rap on the door. The crying stops. You hear her catch her breath. Actually, she does a quick intake of breath, and you can hear the tension. And she is silent. Ma'am, you okay in there? A friend of mine and I were 
looking for some shelter for the storm. I didn't think anyone was there. Uh, you all right? She says nothing, actually. Oh, uh, well, all right. Yeah, listening to some silence for a while. All right. Listen, uh, my friend and I are just going to take shelter in your barn. You know, uh, we can leave some coin for payment or chop some firewood or whatever you got. But uh, we won't come in there. We don't mean to cause any trouble. And we don't mean you no harm. Just uh, we got to get out of this coming rain. It looks to be a bad one. All right? You hear her walking up. Tentatively, I'll take a couple steps back from the door so I'm not right there when she opens it. And she opens it. Oh, oh you're, you're not one of them. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry for bad manners, sir. I, I, I thought... Yeah, quite all right, ma'am. You look like uh, you've been through something. You expecting trouble? And I'll look up toward the ridge where Kajika is waiting, and give the two-finger wave-down hand signal. Yes, I, I am expecting trouble, and if, it, if, 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 if you know what, what is good for you, sir, I, I, would, I would... Well, there really isn't any other place in these parts to find shelter, unfortunately, but you really... I, I, I can't... I can't... I, I, you're, you're in danger if you stay here. Well, ma'am, I've never been the type to know what's good for me, and... Uh, <laughs> Well, I don't know if I could ever look my mama in the face when I got to the kingdom of heaven if I left a troubled woman on her lonesome without at least offering to help. Uh, now, a friend of mine and I are used to sorting out troubles, our own and sometimes other people's. Um, why don't you lay it on the line for us? Uh, I see you got some firewood over there. I can split some up and bring some in for you. Uh, start a fire if you want. We can talk it over inside where it's going to be warm. Looking back toward the storm, rain's coming. All right. Yeah, I, uh, that sounds. That would be right. That would be right. Nice. Now I don't want you to be alarmed. My friend is a red man. Ma'am, as I ride up slowly on my pony, and I nod to her. And you actually know her. Oh, I do. You do. She was a love interest of yours, and I would like you to tell me a little more about that. Did you say what her name is yet? I did not, so feel free to okay. do that. And she is white, correct? Well, we hadn't really established that. That could go either way. I had... Oh, that, I could establish that then. Okay. I think that would be interesting if uh, she was. Yep. Her name is Sally. All right. And she is a second-generation Briton, British. Oh, okay, let me rework the voice I'm using. Well, <laughs> if she's second-generation, that might mean second-generation British immigrant. Right. Like her folks were fresh-off-the-boat right. British. Yes, her parents were fresh-off-the-boat. Jangly teeth, parasols and all. Yep. Okay. Before, when the troops first came, I helped them with some of their injuries with their animals because we were friendly at first until they started encroaching more and more on our land and pushing us away toward less suitable land for farming and hunting. She was at the fort, Fort Benning. Okay. She was at the fort and I met her there. She has a huge love for animals and she would come out and I would have her 
help me. And I would teach her things to care for different types of animals. I even told her things like, if you listen and really focus, you can talk to the animals and understand them. And so through that, we spent a lot of time together. One day, a farmer came in from quite a ways out, and we had to travel to his farm to help with a birthing that night on our travels. One thing led to another, and we became much closer than we were before. That's pretty much it. Why did it end? Her father didn't like her mingling with somebody of not their race. And he was a well-to-do prospector. He was in the business world. He wasn't military, but he was well-to-do and had the military's ear. So basically, I was ran out of the fort because of my relationship with her. And she could not bear to come with me. I'm assuming this was quite some time ago. It was probably five or six years ago. Perfect. Sally. Kajika? What are you doing here? Well, uh, well, what are you doing here? And she is actually looking at you, and she's looking pissed. Actually, she's looking almost scared. Well, I see you two are already acquainted. What, what, I'll go over wrong, and just start Sally? splitting wood. That reaction may change depending on how you answer this question. Does she know about your shamanic abilities? She knows about my healing abilities. But does she know about your... Shape-shifting? Shape-shifting abilities. She does not. All right. Nick's is scared. She's angry, but not as angry. It could just easily come from how things ended. Okay. You, maybe she wanted you to stay, and you didn't. You know, it could be something as simple as that. Right. Actually, on second thought, not splitting wood, but instead... Uh, let me take the horses to shelter while you two talk. That's a good idea. Thank you, Jack. <laughs> As he sees her face, I'll be over here. Yep, I don't want anything to do with the woman's horn. <laughs> so yeah, totally going over and doing all the horsey care stuff. Right, Rushing right. them and telling them that they're good horses and everything else. I will feed him. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think I'd see you again. Well, I, I never thought I'd see you again. I thought your father would take you back to where you came from. Well, he did for a time. But that time passed. Now he won't be taken. Where is your father? Is he Is he here? Yes, he's here. My whole family is here. I, I don't see them. Out in the back behind the house. Oh, I'm sorry, Sally. Are you alone now? Yes, and... I'm, I'm afraid I'll be next. Who, who, or what is threatening you? I will help. Men, they have, they have a coyote that is the spawn of the devil. I've never seen anything like it. Oh, can you describe it? Well, what color is its eyes? Red. What color is its fur? Uh, black. And. Ooh. And it's... That's not good. The spirits are not happy with you. No. What did you do? Or what did your father or family do? Pa... Pa stopped a robbery of the fort. Why would the spirits not be happy with you? I don't know why the spirits wouldn't be happy. I know these men aren't 
happy because they want... What you described, a demon dog. That is a spirit. Well, that would explain some of the things I've seen it do. And it's working with the men? Yes. And these are the people that were trying to harm you in the fort? Yes. Father stopped them. Well, they were among the ones who were trying to rob the fort, but Pa got the money and hid it. He was supposed to give it back to the fort, to Major Billingsley. And he still expected he was going to ride out. And then these men came back with their coyote and just... At first it was him. They, They didn't kill him right away. Of course, they killed Lottie first. You remember Lottie? She was just a little one when when I were... Yes, I remember the baby. And they said, if you don't tell us where the money is... When was the last time they were here? They were here last night. That's when they got Pa. He wouldn't tell him anything. They said, I better tell or I'm going to be next. Horses are put up. Jack, we, we have a problem. All right. It seems like... There's these white men harassing her and her family. She's the last one, and they have a demon dog. I spit off to the side. Ugh. Anything like what happened up in Dry Gulch? Very similar. It might even be the same coyote. Oh, well, pull out the pistol and start loading up some silver rounds. Still got a few of these left. Let's call the demon dog Moloch. Well, ma'am, we've dealt with devil dogs like this before. Been able to drive at least one of them off. This might be the same one. And uh, as for the men, well, silver will do just as well for them as it will for Moloch. Moloch, bad. I need to work. Can we stay in the barn? Yes, you may. Uh, such as it is. Yeah, probably best for the kind of work we've got in mind. I've tried to keep things going, but what with everything going on, it's not exactly ship shape in Bristol fashion, as my pa used to say. Kajika, if you want to work in the barn, I can stay here, if that's all right with you, man. I, 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 have I, I was going to, to ask you to stay on guard for a while. I'm going to go to the barn. Okay. If you want to make this really interesting, she has a son that she hasn't shown us. Hmm. He might have some native blood, but you can decide that. Okay. I'm just getting yeah. ideas. No, I like this plan. So when I go to the barn, um, exactly. I'm going to take a bunch of silver bullets out, and I am going to start to bless them. Okay, as you are working on the... Uh... Yeah, hell with it. Let's just get right to it. As you're working on blessing the silver out of the corner of your eye, you see a furtive movement in the shadows. In the barn? Yes. I am going to take out my extremely crocodile Dundee knife. <laughs> nice. Who's there? Do I sense it? Human presence or animal presence? And if you want me to roll at any time, just let me know. Well, I got no, I mean, the rolling really, only, they don't have any, since there's no yeah, stats. They say specifically when only. you do something dangerous. Oh, does it say that in there? Yeah. Well, this could be dangerous. I don't know. You sense a human presence. Who's there? Come out now. You hear and see a slingstone flying through the air at you. I will try to dodge out of the way of it. So, yeah, go ahead and uh, we'll just, uh, you got one stat. So, 
I would say that would fall under the iron. It does. I agree with you on that. So I got one die. Mm. And that's okay. I wasn't prepared. And I've never done this before in game. So I'm not an expert. Right. So I'd say I get one die. I would say you could be an expert because just because you haven't done it as a player doesn't mean the character isn't very good at dodging things. Well, you decide whether I get that extra die. I will let you have the extra die. I need a one or a two. And I got a four and a three. So no successes. No successes. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. If you go with the lower stat, are you looking for under or over? Well, if it's uh, iron. Lower stat. Go ahead. Ah, okay. I see. Yeah. So I'm not real good at iron, which would be more your dexterity, fire and life. I see how that works. Range type stuff. But I'm very good at close combat with a knife because it says under there swords and weapons like that. And I'm very good at uh, magical shaman type things. That's all under blood. So I got no successes. And so one of the stones hits you in the cheek. It bounces off. It doesn't do a lot of harm, but it hurts. And uh, you hear a small male voice. You come out here! Okay, I go out to where the voice is. And you see a small boy holding his slingshot. He's got several stones in a bag, and he's got another one ready to go. Of course, as you decrease the range between the two of you, that's less effective. Child, put weapon down. I am not here to hurt you. Are you still holding your Oh, yeah, I'm holding my knife. (laughs) And so he looks at the knife in your hand. Which is about the size of him. (laughs) Yeah. When he looks at it and goes Mm wide-eyed, I go, oh, I should put that away. (laughs) And I put it away. Now you put your weapon away. Okay, he very warily does so. Do you live here, or are you from somewhere else? I live here. Sally, is that your mother? Yeah. Oh, she didn't tell me she had a son in the barn. I would not have drawn my knife on you, little one. Well, I'm kind of hiding. Does your mom know you're out here? No. That's okay. We don't have to tell her right away. Everybody else got killed. I thought it'd be best if I kept outside so when the mean men come back, I'll get them. I don't think you should be getting the mean men. I think hiding, you were wise to do that. I gotta, I gotta some, get them. Some, I gotta get them. They've killed Grandpa. You let and- me and my friend that's out guarding us right now take care of the men. But you being wise, you can be our assistant. He steps closer, and as he steps closer, you get a better look at him, because it is kind of dark out here. And you see that his complexion looks like he might have some Native American blood in him. And he's how old? Five or six? About five, four. About five, okay. Here, and I hand him a smaller knife. You can use this to protect yourself when they get close to you. Hold it like this, and I show him how to hold it. Since you're not very tall, you go for their knees. Wow. Thanks, mister. Call me Kajika. He stares at you wide-eyed. Wow. That's my name, too. You're Kajika? I am. And you're Kajika. Uh, That explains how you hid so well. (laughs) Do you know what Kajika means? Ma says it means he who moves silently. 
Ma's correct. Don't you think we should let her know that you're okay? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I'll come with she, you. She wouldn't let me fight. I want to fight. I want to help. We'll find something for you me. to do. Just remember that protecting your ma is just as important as fighting them. I'm sorry. Uh, my speech thing was reading me his message, and I missed what you said. Oh, I just said sorry. that defense is as important as attacking. Protecting your mom should be your first choice. <laughs> the best defense is a good offense. Uh, I don't think a five-year-old would know that. No. <laughs> and stop talking about football. <laughs> uh, Come on, let's go see your mom. Okay. And as we're walking out, I just mumble to myself, I don't think they could get any weirder. <laughs> we're heading towards the front of the ranch. Jack, I found this boy in the barn. All right. You see my eyes roll. His name is Kajika. <laughs> Jack, did this get any weirder? Uh, day ain't over yet. <laughs> nice. True. You speak wisdom. Have you seen anything? Not yet, but hey, boy, Kajika. Yeah? Things might get rough in, uh... Your ma's going to need your help. Why don't you uh, look around, see what you can find here to put up against the walls, especially near the windows. We're going to need some protection in case these fellas who don't sound very peaceable come in shooting. Okay. I have this, and he holds the knife, not realizing that the way he's holding it... He's threatening. He's almost, yeah, but there's no threat in his eyes. He's just not yep. thinking. He's just like, I have this, and he's thrusting the knife laid at you. All right. Well, it looks like you know which end's the business in. You're <laughs> real sure? little, so I'd advise you go for the knees. That's what he said. <laughs> All right. Did you hear that part? Yes, I... I, oh, oh, I was going to say, God, we're so in sync. <laughs> <laughs> but our characters definitely are. I yeah. yeah. Inside, are there big woods, like where you keep clothes and stuff, dressers, or... Yeah, there's some... Uh, and Sally comes into the room. Oh. Oh! Oh my god, I thought you were dead! And she grabs young Kajika in a big hug and tears are streaming down her face. I thought you were dead, boy! Why would you do that to me? And he's like, Mom, Mom, I'm fine. I was just... You wouldn't let me fight and I knew I needed to protect you and everybody's dead and I... I'm keeping an ear on this, but mostly moving around, scoping the place out, and doing the kind of fortification you see in a western movie. Right. Putting tables up against walls, that kind of thing. Jack, look for guns. Mm -hmm. Ma'am, you got a rifle? Maybe a shotgun anywhere around here? Well, we did have till the coyote made short work of it. Mm, damn. Alright, well, I got this little holdout here, and uh, reach into my boot and pull out a tiny little two-barrel derringer. Okay. Not much to it, but there's two rounds there. I'll look at her significantly, look over at the sun, and hand it over to her. All right, thank you. Worst comes to worst, at least you've got that. Yeah. Um, I'll show you what's left of the rifle if you want. Ugh. I'll look at Sally. Take a look at that. Uh, you're the rifle, man. I need to finish my blessing of the silver bullets for your gun. Mm. 
So Fair enough. They, they will go straight. And yeah, let me let me take a look. I don't think I've uh, seen a devil dog chew up an iron before. Sally? Yeah? I think when this is all over, we need to talk. Yes, I think maybe we do. I'm going to go back out to the barn. Okay. And she leads Jack toward the back of the house. The front of the house is pretty well cleaned up, but as you go further back there, you can see the signs of struggle. I just haven't had the energy or the wherewithal to pick some of this up. It's been a rough couple of days, as you can probably imagine. It's yeah. been a rough week. Not to worry. We'll deal with that after all this is over. First things first. And so she goes into what looks like a bedroom, and then she comes back out, and she's holding the rifle, and the barrel is bent in half. Gotcha. Ooh. Well, that's a sight. It ain't much use anymore. Nope. I'll hold this thing up, take a look at it. Is it otherwise intact? The casing is pretty well cracked. <laughs> it's been pretty thrashed. Does any of the damage look reparable? I understand about the barrel, but does the damage look reparable? Let's see. One to three it is. Four to six it isn't. Works for me. And we got a four, so nope. All right. Well. But yeah, you might really be able something. to cannibalize some parts or something like that. Hmm. These men, they usually come by around nightfall, or how much time do you think we have? Well, given the storm, I'm kind of hoping they don't show up, but I think they probably will. There's a lot of money in it for them. Mm -hmm. This is when I'd come. All right. So, boy, Kajika. Yeah? Remember what I told you? I need you to go around and see what you can put up against the walls, especially near the windows. We're going to have to form some fighting positions. You okay. deal with that, and I'm going to see if I can't salvage something from this here rifle. Maybe uh, get some sort of working weapon for your mother here. Okay. Uh, I'll try, but I'm not, I don't know if I can move some of the heavy stuff. And just put your back into it. Tilt things over, if nothing else. Okay. First thing he does goes into the room where she got the rifle, and he's shoving a big old dress. <laughs> And he can barely move it. That's okay. He's occupied and he's feeling like he's doing something good. That'll be good for the boy and keep him out of the way. And while he works on that, I'll see if I can't cannibalize something. Make some sort of functioning weapon out of what we've got here. Okay, what are you able to make? Hmm. Since you said this thing's pretty well beat up, I think what we've got is a weird-looking... Not quite a sawed-off rifle and not quite a long-barreled pistol. So, a pistol-like weapon with a slightly longer barrel than you would normally have that can take the rifle rounds, but you have to hand-load them one by one. All right, that works for me. And that, then, I'll hand over to Sally. So you basically took the barrel off and it's got... Or were you able took, to... Yeah, okay. took most of the barrel off, cutting it short of the bend... Okay. Maybe hacksawing it off. Gotcha. Then taking the working parts. So you basically have a trigger, a handle, and enough to hold a rifle round. Okay. But you can trigger. you have to hand load the thing one round at a time. And you explain that to her, and she's, thank you, thank you. Meanwhile, outside, or in the barn, rather, you're blessing the bullets, Kajika. Yes. Okay. And when I finish that, 
if nothing happens and we're still waiting for trouble to come, I'm going to start a spirit walk. Okay, the storm is no longer a uh, maybe. It is definitely a pawn we're cutting because I figure it's gotten more and more fierce. started out very gradual, but rain is really coming down. But you're in the barn, so the bullets aren't getting wet or anything. But you do notice that the storm has hit. Spirit walk, meaning what? I'm going to try to contact the demon dog, Mulak. Oh, I like it. Hmm, okay. Try to talk to him. Okay, this would be where you make your roll. Yep. One die, two die, three die. I would say you are definitely an expert in this. In fact, I would even go so far as to say that since there's time, you probably have prepared. Yes, I was going to say that too. I've set up my incense and gotten into position and started my chanting. And Okay, I'm going to roll. All right. And I got two, four, five. That's three successes. As long as we're counting ties as successes. Uh, ties give you the insight. I don't. Oh, think then I the... have insight. Yes, you do. Okay, so that doesn't count as a success. No. So I've got two successes and one insight. Yes. Okay, that's how we're going to play it. Perfect. Yeah, yep. I like that. That works for me. So before you say anything, I am going to ask a question. Okay. Why is the demon dog helping the white man? What's his motivation? One of the white men is a sorcerer who has bound it. Okay. So now I'm not going to re-roll. I got two successes, so I can talk to him. Yep. But what does this look like? Well, on his end, I appear kind of as a spirit floating in the air by him. I kind of look like myself. I'm in humanoid form. On my end, I see a coyote with red eyes, black fur. I look around and I see a camp of men and they're talking, but I can't hear what they're saying. And he is much bigger than your average coyote. Yes. Much, much bigger. Yep. Like probably Dad. more like the size of a horse. Not only are his eyes red, they look like they've got fires in them. He turns. He's standing in the middle, obviously not physically, but his vision is standing in the middle. I'm assuming you've got some sort of shaman equivalent of a circle. Yes. Right. A summoning circle. Yeah, something like okay. that, yes. so he's in that circle. But it doesn't hold him. He can get out of it at any time. Right, I'm just talking about the visual of it. Okay, He yep. has the foam around his mouth. Why have you summoned me? I want to know where you are. When are you attacking? I am at the place my masters call Squirrel Rock. Will you be coming before the sun rises? Oh, yes. There would be glorious blood. Mulak, this is Kajika. Do you remember me? Let's see if he's the same one. Yeah, it could be a different one. Go ahead and roll. I do not know you. Well... I have fought your kind before. It was not good for me. But you still hear my voice, don't you? If you come, we will fight. I hear your voice. And I smell your fear. No, I haven't put deodorant on for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I do fear you. You are an adversary that is of great power. I cannot believe a mere human was able to control you. Nice. Classic. <laughs> How can I break the bonds? And if I do, will you go away? 
or attack the human that tried to control you. The bond is because human gave this body gifts. I like these gifts. We will not go away. You will find that this fight is not going to be as easy as you think. And I, as he starts to laugh, I turn it off. Okay. You know Squirrel Rock actually is not that far from here. You've passed it before in your travels. It's only a few, like maybe 10 miles, let's say. So that gives you kind of an idea of how far away they're not that far. I want to go out and talk to my buddy. Okay. So I go out, uh, Jack. I was able to contact Mulok. Ugh, that didn't go so well last time, but no, I don't see any blood. Time either. Him and his master and his master's friends are at Squirrel Rock. All right. I know the place. I believe we have three options. One, we stay here and defend. Oh, by the way, they're attacking tonight. All right. One, you stay here, defend. Two, you and I go on the offensive. Or three, we take the boy and Sally and we run for it. Well, if Moloch's posseed up with a bunch of humans, then uh, they've probably got some sort of blood pact or something like that. They have a sorcerer Mm -hmm. providing gifts to Moloch. I don't know if running's going to do much good then. Uh, It just uh, might give us more time, but you're right. You know me. I prefer to face down danger, beard the lion in its den. But uh, ultimately, looking at the boy, I think I got to leave this one up to you. I'm by your side, whatever you decide. The last time we tried to defend and it didn't turn out so well, I say we go on the offensive. Bring the fight to them. All right. I'll go get the horses. It's not that far away. So, yeah, you get the horses ready. I will let Sally know. That's probably for the best. And off I go to go ready up the horses. Okay. Sally is in the kitchen. She's cooking up some light food. I don't know. Nothing that's going to, you know, she's pretty sure there's a fight coming. But she says, I didn't know what else to do. I thought you might need some nourishment. So I guess this seems kind of silly to you. Sally. Yes. Jack and I are going to go attack them. I found out where they were. They're at Squirrel Rock. Oh, but you're going to go just, just, all right. They're coming tonight. If we can stop them, they will not be expecting us to take it to them. If we stay here, I believe we're too outnumbered. So you're going to go and be more outnumbered by meeting them where they are. Yes, but they won't know we're coming. They know where we are if we stay here. The only thing we would have is the element of surprise. Okay. All right. I, 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 I. Kajika. She drops what she's doing, runs over to you, and puts her arms around your neck. A whistle from outside as I ride up with the horses. And then she, hearing that, turns away and, be careful. Thank you. They will not get past us. If they do, then you'll know I'm no longer here. If they do, I'll be joining you shortly. 
on the other side. She fights back tears and... Yeah. Okay, I'm heading out. <laughs> okay. Very Western movie. I love it. Yep. All right, so you guys are on your horses, and, you know, I don't think Trilobite heard the fact that there are dinosaurs in this. Yes, I remember that. Okay. Hey, you could be riding a raptor. Mmm, too expensive to feed. I'm totally okay with horses. Works for me. Cool. All right. Just wanted to give you that. Yeah, they tell me to eat little boys. (laughs) All right, so you guys are heading away from the ranch house toward Squirrel Rock. Incidentally, nobody for sure knows why it's called Squirrel Rock, because it has no resemblance to a squirrel whatsoever. Near as anybody knows, it's because that was a place where squirrels used to congregate, which has nothing whatsoever to do with anything. And yet, you find yourself thinking about it as your thoughts sometimes do weird things when you're readying for battle. Sometimes your mind just wanders into stupid places. So you continue riding, and you hear a keening roar from off in the distance, which I won't even try to do because I want to keep my voice because i got to sing later. <laughs> It's fairly high-pitched, but it's definitely got some heft behind it. You don't see the source of it, but you definitely hear it. Do I believe it's Mulak? No. That sounds like a rather large animal. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should out. direct it towards Whirl Rock. Sounds good. Lead like on, partner. What work. So we ride toward the sound of the animal. Well, it actually works out well because the sound of the animal is actually... Between us and Squirrel Rock? Yes. Gotcha. So as you ride, you see, coming in the opposite direction from you, two triceratops. And as they come into view through the rain, because yes, the rain is still pouring down, and as a lightning flashes, you can see that these triceratops are all saddled up, and atop them are two men. One is a burly guy, and one is a very skinny guy with a handlebar mustache. He looks very geeky. He's about as pasty as you've ever seen a body out here in the West. Are they coming towards us or going away from They're us? They're coming toward you. Does look like our men? I don't... I got a visual of them. Do I believe that these are the men, the bad guys? I didn't get a visual of them. You got a visual of the coyote, and you heard them in the distance from where he was. I'm going by what you told me. No, no, no. I'm I'm with you. You (laughs) use my words. That's perfect. I don't know. All right. And I'll spur calamity and start riding ahead, raising a hand in greeting to these gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. They're like, whoa, okay, hold up, hold up. They're reining their triceratops in. The skinny guy turns to the burly one and says, Do you know these people? I know they're in our way. Howdy, fellas. Howdy. Terrible rainstorm we're having. Yes, it is. Why are you out in it? Says the skinny guy. Well, a friend of mine and I are on a job, and uh, it won't wait for the weather. You know how that is. What are Hmm. you folks doing out here in uh, weather like this? Ain't fit for man nor beast. Neither is asking too many questions. All right, fair enough. You two don't have any business with a little ranch house down over yonder, about five or six miles back, do you? What if we did? Now, look, Tommy, Tommy, you don't need to be all like that. Let's just let these nice fellers move on, and we'll get on our merry. Not a big deal. Are you coming from Squirrel Rock? Don't like it. I just want to know how bad the storm is that way. We're heading towards Squirrel Rock. I'd say the storm's pretty bad regardless of where you are. Do me a favor and answer my friend's question. 
We have business to tend to. We don't have time to be John. And he pulls a gun. And the burly guy, Tommy, you don't need to go off half-cocked. Now, there's no reason... All right, well, just answer me a simple question. We'll all be on our way. Are you headed toward a little ranch house over yonder? Or are you not? I'm watching Tommy here real close. <laughs> close up on the squint. Yep. Rain beating on the flat brim of the hat and dripping off. <laughs> Tommy says, what if we was? Well, if he was, then we'd have to stop and have a brief chat. Ain't that what we're doing? I'd call this a palaver. And while you guys are having this conversation, the burly one is kind of staring at you, Kajika. Not out and out staring, but you look curious to him, as far as you can tell from his expression. Okay. I'm running out of patience, and I'm going to ask one more time. Y'all bent on causing trouble for a woman down that way named Sally? Now I know you're asking too many questions, Jake! Just do your thing and let's waste these bastards! Alright, when he does not answer my question, I am going to draw and fire. I want to do this kind of fate style, where I say what I'm doing and then narrate the result afterward. Does that work for you? Sure. Alright. Oh, well that's a five exactly on my die. That gives you an insight. Okay, are these fellows part of the marauding band? Yep. Or do they mean to go and attack her? They do. Okay, so then, do I get to take an action after that? I believe that the rules say you can if you want. If you have a bad roll, you could use the information you ask about and re-roll. I believe that's the correct interpretation, is it not, Moondog? It is. Okay. Okay, so does my action complete, and then I also get this information? Or is getting the information basically just the chance result, and then we work that into the narrative in a different way? I'm a little fuzzy on that one. I believe that you would work it into the narrative. Did you get any successes, or did you have one die? I just had the one die. Oh, okay. Then I would roll again. Yeah, go ahead. If you get another five, you can ask another question. Yeah, because I would have said, and I didn't think of this, that drawing and firing, that's kind of your bread and butter, so you would have gotten an extra die for effort. Okay, that works for me. Let me roll another die here. <laughs> of course, it comes up five again. Well, you can ask another okay. question. Yep. So, are either of these fellers spooks? Do we have some kind of supernatural power involved with either of these people? You do. Okay. That I know. Do I now and take an action? And the way you know that is after he says, let's waste these bastards, mm-hmm. the burly guy starts making hand gestures and hand sigils in the air. And that's as far as he's going to get before you take that action you were just describing about firing your weapon. So go ahead, uh, make another roll. Okay. Two dice on this one, you think? Yep, two dice. All right. Looks like one success and then another question. Good lord. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I just talked about this. You can keep asking them. Okay, go for it. Which of the two is more dangerous to that kind of apocalypse world style? Probably the burly one okay with that success what i'm aiming to do here is actually shoot through the reins in order to startle his mount throw off his game maybe get him pitched to the ground that's what i was aiming to do originally so i'm going to keep that same spirit and you got one success which means something went wrong works for me he succeeds but you can add a a complication complication. okay yes yeah So, he succeeds in shooting through the reins. The Triceratops 
which I would love to see a Triceratops buck. They probably could. They powerfully probably build could. animals. They're huge, yeah. So it sends him flying, but not before he is able to complete his gesture. And in a rush of flame and fury, the coyote materializes. Awesome. And Jack's never seen him. He is huge, even bigger than he appeared in your vision, Kajika. He is about the same size as the Triceratops. He has red eyes that look like they have fires in them, like actual fires. And at this point, those fires are blazing. Uh, whereas when you saw him before, Kajika, they were more like campfires. <laughs> as he and lets out a yip, his tail thrashes, and you see that it has spikes in it. These look like they were actually grafted onto his tail. And then you look down. And you realize he's not actually on the ground. He is hovering with what look like little... <laughs> I, I don't know how to describe them without making... It's going to make him sound funny, but it is not funny looking. The, he has with little you. jet boots on his feet, on his paws. Okay. At least on his back paws. Ah, uh, hell. Kajika! I am going to use the storm to my advantage. I'm going to try to call lightning bolts into the big wolf. Okay. So, summon nature. Yep. And this sounds like one of those chi things, so feel free to go fairly over the top with this if you want. Yep. I don't think I'm prepared, but I do believe I have done this before. Yep, I would say so. Okay, I got a one and a five, so I got one success on there. I succeed, but you can add a complication or a difficulty. So, I start to chant and raise my hands into the air. I call up to the god of lightning and power and Pray to him to send a bolt of lightning into the wolf. You see a bright light streaking down from the heavens. It strikes the wolf right in the back of his neck. Okay. I don't know if it's enough to kill him or not. It's not enough to kill him. He does yelp. As that happens, though, you feel a surge of electricity going through you as well. You look over and you see lightning spewing from the burly guy's hands as he coasts back down to the ground next to you. Is this how we're going to do it? All right, then. I was trying to be nice. Meanwhile, the skinny guy fires his gun at Jack. This is me, then, with Calamity rearing up briefly at the appearance of the beast, riding low and off to the side while firing back at him, crouched down so I'm barely sticking up above the horse, while uh, riding off kind of like in a circle around behind him. Okay, go ahead and make an iron roll. All right. And we'll see what happens. Let's see, any expertise apply here? Uh, I would say so. Anytime you're using your gun, I would say that's expertise because you've done it before. This does seem like it might be kind of a dead-eye maneuver. Right. Okay, that's two successes there. Oh, nice. Two successes, if I remember correctly, means that it's a solid success. Yes, there's no complications, or and you don't add any bonus effect. Okay, yes. so he does not hit you, and you do hit him. What is your skill, and what did you roll for your successes? I got a one and a four, and my skill number is a five. Okay, I'm going to say you easily dodged out of the way of his shot. Your shot hit him in his gun hand. Perfect. And as the gun goes flying, Hey! You shot my hand! You son of a bitch! Love it. See, I'm having a little difficulty with how, you know, in D&D you have rounds. Yeah, I'm going to... Everybody takes a turn. I'm, yeah. I I think we just go free... I mean, 
Is there aren't any initiative rules? This is why I was like, I don't know about this, but I, there's no initiative system or anything. So right. I think we just go when we want to go. Yeah, I say maybe kind of feel free to go around in a circle and we'll sort of get used to it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think you're right. So let's see. I went and then Al went. Yeah. So it would, because it seems like in this game, they don't have actions. I mean, they do, but they're counter actions to what we do. Right. I think the NPCs kind of just act when I want them to, as near right. as I can tell. Again, be nice if they made that a little more clear in the rules. <laughs> yeah. But that's what you get with these two-pager deals. Yeah, but I'm having fun. That's yeah, the key. Yeah, and that's what this is about. Okay. So basically, when I threw the lightning at the guy, he somehow directed some of it back towards me. You know, I like that. I was originally just thinking he was shooting his own lightning at you, but I kind of like that, actually, that he was using his magic to kind of feather fall because the Triceratops fucked him off, and he was using his magic to fly back. And, yeah, I like that. He redirected some of the lightning back at you as he was approaching you. That's why it wasn't a death blow or anything. Right. And so he lands on the ground next to you and says whatever he said about, I thought we were, this is how we're going to do it. I was being nice. Okay, my plan is to stand on trilobite my horse <laughs> not the player right I um, gotcha. and i'm going to leap at him with my knife as i'm flying through the air i say i can do it this way too ha <laughs> nice i'm gonna try to stab him in the chest okay let's see so not prepared but that would be something i have probably done before probably go with that okay I got a two, which matches my number, so I can ask a question, and I got a six. So that's one success. Uh, yes. I think my question is going to be, is there any other cowpokes following? Nope. Okay. I just wanted to determine how big this group of attackers are going to be. Okay. And my knife, I want to put the complication on it. That he moves to the side, and I do slash his arm, gash it a little bit, Okay, but I don't hit the chest. But I do hit him, which throws him off. He's able to stay on his horse. He's not on the horse. Oh, did he get off? Oh, that's right. He came right up to me. Yeah, because the Triceratops knocked him off, and he went flying and then just flew back to you. So he staggers back. He's bleeding out of his arm. And instead of hitting him in the chest, I hit him in the arm. That's my complication, if you don't mind. No, that's fine. Okay, I'm done for a moment. Okay, the coyote... Damn coyote. <laughs> the coyote comes running at... Let's see, which one of you? Comes running at Jack, leaps onto his hind paws. You can see that whereas the back paws have jet boots, the front paws have these circular bladed weapons. Or they aren't even actually like boots. It looks like they're part of his paw. And he comes down with these two circular blades to try and bisect you. Gotcha. I uh, pull hard, digging my knee into Calamity's side to get her to turn around fast so that we dodge maybe just barely out of the way. Okay. And that will take an iron roll. Okay. Actually, that'd be more of a blood roll, wouldn't it? Because that's dealing with more mundane. That's weird. Blood is weird. It's like. That it's makes it so if it's, if it's yeah, CQB yeah. or magic, it's blood. If it's ranged and something else, it's iron. Okay, I got the CQ of close quarters. What is B? Oh, battle. Ah, okay. Yep. Ask a silly question. All right. Ask a silly answer. Yeah, <laughs> close quarter bongos. 
<laughs> that would be a silly answer. Okay. That would be a silly answer. Ooh, so I'm guessing what? One die? Because I don't really picture myself being an expert infighter and knife dodger. Right, yeah, I think that's true. Yep, okay. One die. So that's a failure then. Oh! Because I rolled a five. And if you're doing the opposite of your rating, then you're looking for over the rating, right? Yes. But that's also a very cool attack to end up getting hurt by. That's very cinematic. Yeah. <laughs> he does some damage. I'll let you describe what kind, because I'm not going to kill you or put you out of commission, but he does definitely get you. I'm going to say that's the complication of disabled good arm. That's deep slashes in my gun arm. Nice. Moondog, you got anything? Well, I thought an owl would probably... Oh, oh yeah, yeah, duh. I'm yep. just, okay, that's, that's right. That was his action, so now we're back up to you. Okay, very good. So then, as I cry out in pain, drop the weapon and seize it with my offhand, Calamity whirls and delivers a backward kick. Oh, nice. That's probably blood also, right? Yeah, yes. I'd say it's blood. Okay. Yep. Well, it. that time I got a six, so that's a single success. Oh, All right. nice. Good job. Very cool. That succeeds, but there is a complication. She kicks the coyote, and uh, I got nothing for a complication for that, so if either of you has an idea. Maybe I'm to... thrown from my horse. There you go. I like that. She kicks. You're thrown from the horse, and Calamity and the coyote are locked in combat, which could be bad for Calamity, because I don't know if Calamity is knowing that she's facing not only a big coyote, but also a demonic coyote. But that's what's going on right now. She's stabbing at him with her hooves, or kicking at him with her hooves, and he's trying to get her with his blades. At one point, he jumps into the air with his jets and tries to pile drive, but she gets out of the way. Oh, not clearly. Works for me. I picture her being Hollywood horse smart. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So who's up next? I'll go. Who's got a thing? Okay. I'm, just, I'm not looking at necessarily an order because I don't think you guys are the kind of player. You guys are not the kind of players who are going to hog the spotlight. No, we both try to give each other as much exactly. spotlight. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I'm just asking who's got something. I do. Go um, for it. I strike the guy in the arm, spin back around, and slash, not stab, but slash across his belly. Ooh. I'm going to roll two dice for that because I'm damn good with a knife. Yep. Last time I got a two and a six. Now I got a two and a five. So one success, and I can ask a question. Huh. Were you sent by somebody else? Oh, you're asking him or you're asking me? I'm asking the boss to answer that question. Okay. No, we just want our money. That damn woman knows where it is. She's going to tell us. Or we're going to rip the place apart till we find it. As soon as we get rid of you. He begins to change. His body begins to morph. He took my next move. Damn it. <laughs> but his way of shifting is much different from yours. Yours looks very natural. His is all smoke and lights and all kinds of... When the smoke and the lights clear, there's a tiger coming at you. Do you want me to dodge? Uh, I want you to do whatever you want to do. Hmm. He's swiping at you. I wonder. Okay, I'm going to attempt to dodge. Okay. Swipe. I'm going to try to do a backflip. I got two fours. What are you hoping to accomplish with this backflip? Because I think rather than look at it as, oh, I'm just trying to dodge the attack, if you... Okay. I'm trying to accomplish where I avoid the attack, and I'm standing in front of him, maybe five feet away now, and I'm going to make eye contact with him. Okay. 
and then I'm going to see whether he's got a human mind or an animal mind. Because if he's got an animal mind, I'm going to try to turn him. Make a blood roll. Okay. One die or two? I'd say one. Okay. Eh. One. Mm. I got a failure. Yeah, you go to do the back flip, and his swipe catches you on the side of the face. You have blood running down into your eyes, making it difficult to see. All right, who's got something? I've got something. Okay. Which is uh, staggering, cradling the arm to my side, blood mixing with the pouring rain, and advancing toward the fray to then left-handed fire off a trio of shots at the uh, coyote. All right, go ahead and roll that. Okay. Expertise apply here? Yes. Okay. Then, okay, one success. You hit him with the bullets. They distract him, and he rolls away from Calamity. But. And passes over you with his jets. You get singed. I like it. Check time. I know it's getting close. It's coming up on that time. Yeah, yeah looks like we have about 12 minutes. Perfect. As he's passing over you and coming around for another pass, you feel an energy, both of you actually feel an energy surge, like something big is about to be born. It's a huge energy. Something's taking a lot of, Kajika, you would recognize it as magical energy. And you remember all too well that you're, actually, you both would recognize it as magical energy. I forgot this is not his first rodeo either. You both are thinking, okay, yes, we are dealing with a demon dog here. This could get very, very bad. Meanwhile, the skinny guy who has been called Tommy a couple of times has a gun in his other hand and is shooting at you, but that is obviously his offhand because the aim is sporadic and is not nearly as threatening. Who's he shooting at? He's just shooting at both of you in general. So as the coyote passes over me, mm-hmm. uh, this guy lets loose, and I throw myself to the ground, rolling to the side, and coming up to snap off a shot at him. At the coyote? At the guy who's shooting at oh, us. Oh, okay. Go ahead and roll. Okay, that's two successes. Oh, nice. He is down. Both your shots plow like pile drivers into his chest, blowing him back and sending him face first to the ground. Thanks. Moondog, you got anything? I do. Okay. So as he slashes my face with his paw, it kind of twists me and I land in the mud face down. Right. I quickly chant a couple words and I'm now transforming into a bull moose. Sweet. Those are huge animals with big ass horns. All right, go ahead and make that roll. I think that would be a two die roll. Uh, A two and a six. Okay, so that would be one success. One success. Yeah, one success. And I can ask a question. The question I want to ask is, I don't know. Al, you got anything question-wise? Hmm, weakness. Okay, I want to ask what the devil dog is doing with the magical energy. You caught me. I hadn't really thought of that yet. Is he building a force that he's going to send out? Is he transforming? into something yes so he's building power to send it out like a ray or something yes okay and after i ask that question i'm going to re-roll i want to try to get two successes i know i have a chance of getting a failure but that is the way the game works Uh oh that doesn't sound good same roll (laughs) damn it okay i'm going to take the one success okay so i transform into a bull moose 
I charge the lion with my horns down and I try to lift the lion up into the air and throw it to the side. Okay, I'm going to say you did succeed, so you do that. You could say the complication is he lands on his feet and he's charging my hindsight now or something. Yep, that'll work. I like that. So that happens. Okay, I'm done. I'll let somebody else go. All right. Eight minutes. You feel more than see this rush of kinetic force just wham around you. It sends several trees falling to the ground, first of all, and then it sends you all flying. Make short work of the Triceratops, which I'm going to say take a good chunk of the brunt of this. That's what keeps you guys from turning into flat pancakes. That's the coyote's action. It says, Now you will feel my wrath. Because I can't think of anything more creative than that. But he's not feeling very creative anyway. He's pissed off. That works for me. You know, we should have let him go by and then followed him. <laughs> now you say that. I know. I'm an idiot. I think this might be a good spot to stop. Unless Al's got something else he wants to do. I got some ideas. Yeah, go for it. I'm going to try and wrap this up. Okay, go. Okay. Is our birdly friend still standing? He is a tiger right now. That's yes. Okay, thank you. We got a tiger and a bull moose fighting it out, which is pretty badass, by the way. Yeah, it is. I think so. Not to mention the coyote. Yep. So you are now the only humanoid in the picture. That's okay with me. <laughs> so I'll uh, then take careful aim here at the tiger first, because that's the immediate threat to Kajika. Right. And uh, kind of like staggering upright, having like rolled up. No, um, staying prone where I am here because okay. I had rolled to the side. Now taking careful aim, bracing my offhand with my good hand to fire at the coyote. Four, a four and a three, giving us two successes. Well, actually, I would say you were aiming, so you could roll a third die if you wanted. Let me go with go, that one. Go, go, go. Okay. Well, that gives me a question, which I'll use to ask about this creature's weaknesses. You know what? I'm going to go. The first thought that popped into my head, even though I can't think of any logic behind it, fire. Works for me. Considering the fact that he spouts fire and stuff, but I think... It's one thing if the fire is coming from him. It's another thing if the fire is coming at him. Well, you could say natural fire or magical fire, one or the other, or both. Let's do magical fire. I like that. So that's his weakness, magical fire. Gotcha. Then, ooh, I get up, run over to the saddlebag, grab, hmm, well, we probably wouldn't have a lantern, but I'm sure as hell I'm going to have some moonshine. Ooh, I like moonshine. And, uh... Yep. Toss my flask of moonshine over to the creature while shouting, Kajika, lightning strike! All right. Ooh, that's good. Kajika, I'm assuming you can understand him as a tiger because your brain is still yours. It's just your body that's changed. Right, but I'm not a tiger. Okay. I'm a bull moose. I mean, as a, a bull moose, sorry. <laughs> I knew what I meant. I just, yeah. I don't see anything you need to roll there, Jack. I'm going to ask the lightning okay. god to send a lightning bolt into the bottle of moonshine. Go ahead and roll your blood. One or two dice. Is the god feeling fickle today? Uh, two. Okay. I got a four and a six. Two successes. All right. I'm not going to re-roll that one. Good call. Good call. Your lightning bolt shoots across and hits the flame of moonshine, which erupts in a conflagration that engulfs the coyote, and the howl can be heard for miles as it disintegrates in a pillar of flame, 
turning into a pile of ash on the ground. Awesome. And the tiger morphs back into Burly Man and is like, No! No! You! No! You couldn't have left things alone! You couldn't have just let us get our money! What is she to you anyway? Kajika, I think that's on you. Oh, yeah. I transform back into a uh, my, my regular form. And I'm completely naked now. <laughs> but I carry an extra set of clothes. Don't worry. I say she's the mother of my child. And since I'm not necessarily a really good person, and I'm not a big fan of the evil white man, I'm going to um, stab him. At that point, she steps out and blows him away with her. Her and the boy followed us? Well, that's surprising to you, but that's what you see. She comes out with the gun that Jack had made for her and just starts, <laughs> you know, <laughs> reload, <laughs> reload, <laughs> reload. Works for me. Awesome. I like it. I go over. Sally, it's over. He's dead. Uh, uh, I, I couldn't let you find him by yourself. I, I, could, I couldn't not be a part of it. I needed to try to... I mean, they killed my family. I understand. I understand. But never worry. I always have Jack. And the storm goes away. The sun comes out. Yep. Storm goes away. The sun comes out. The rainbow. Yep. Unicorn and some Skittles come out. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she says, you know, Kajika, my pa is gone and I sure miss him. But uh, he was the one keeping us apart. We need to talk. But I want to make sure that your family gets a correct burial so their spirits can go on to peaceful pastures. Okay, and we have, I would say, a montage scene, because we have three minutes. Mm -hmm. A montage scene of burying the bodies, a somber ceremony. Uh, Why don't y'all each take a scene in the montage that is going very close to wrapping this thing up? Okay. Jack coming out to take over digging the rest of the graves in order to let Kajika spend time with, uh, well, kind of his family, or at least some of his kin. Putting my hand on your shoulder and then taking the shovel and taking over the hard work of digging the graves. And do we want to role play the conversation or do we really, do we just want to have a, like it's, we see them talking and hugging and. I just turn to Sally and I say, it's time to talk. And there we go. And you see us walking towards the house. And the credits in 70s style with the ambiguous ending of what will happen with the son and the mom. Are they going to, we don't know. That's up to you to decide because we are lazy writers and don't want to deal with that. That gives you an idea what I think of 70s movies for the most part. (laughs) They go off and then the credits roll to a harmonica and a percussive. Yep. And Neil Morricone music. That's right. Yep. Okay. Right. Pretty good. There we go. I like these yeah. characters. I think yeah. this system can work well. I think we should maybe do it a couple more times at the very least. Oh, yeah. In order to kind of get the flow of it. Because it's basically wushu. It kind of is. It's not dissimilar. Yeah, except you make up your own mind when you want someone, when you want. It's kind of like whatever that game was, Tomorrow's Yesterday's or whatever that John Wick made. I kind of have my same issue. The thing I love, the brilliance of wushu is that the dice show you how long is this encounter going to go on. And in both these games, it's like the encounter goes on pretty much as long as you want it to. Yeah. Well, we'll get more comfortable with working off each other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yep. Yeah. It's for a fun game. uh, Yeah. You guys have a great night. Thank you. you Take it easy.
And that's what went down there on the trail that day, February 8th, 2019. I hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as we enjoyed playing it. I will say one thing about the ending now that you've heard it. It has bothered me since hearing it again, and it, I think it actually was bothering me at the time as well. I sort of took away Kajika's moment of glory there at the end. I really... I, I know the rules about making sure that an NPC doesn't outshine the PCs, and he was just going to stab the guy and have done with it, but I really felt like the mom should have her moment as well, because she lost her family, almost all of them, and so I just, uh, you know, had I to do it over again, I would have had the guy dead, and then she comes out and shoots him full of holes. Because at least then she has her moment, but then Kajika has his as well. Now, this particular adventure focused on Kajika. I had wanted us to do another adventure where we focused on Jack Wade more, and maybe another adventure where we didn't necessarily have character development for either of them. We just had a fun yarn, but... Sadly, we tried playing it one other time, and it did not go nearly as well. We just could not get a story going that really felt... Everything felt very forced, story-wise, and... Because, I mean, the thing is, most of this story was just made out of whole cloth as we played. Uh, we tried that again, and it just didn't... It didn't work that time. So we, we never picked it up again. Um, not saying we never will, I'm hoping... When lives calm down and there's not a pandemic that's still sort of hanging over our heads, maybe we can reconvene and get some of those uh, adventures going again. I don't know. We'll see. No, who knows what will happen in the future. But this is what we got for now. And I'm glad we have it. And I'm glad now you can experience it as well. So that's enough about that. That means it's time to get along, little doggies, and get out of here. <laughs> so, thank you for listening to Monkeys Took My Jetpack. And until next time, this is Blind Geek reminding you that your imagination is just like a jetpack. You gotta keep it fired up. And always, let it soar! It looks pretty deserted, um, and I'm trying to think about... Well, actually, you know what? You tell... That's fine. I like that. It, it looks pretty deserted. Sounds good to me. Okay, yeah. And we were supposed to get it back to the uh, Game Master's terminology is failing him here, so I... Well, <laughs> That's the, fine. I'm okay with approximations or whatever you got. Let's call the demon dog Moloch. Whose eyes are a thousand blank apartment windows. <laughs> It's a good poem, actually. If you could call it a poem, Howl by Allen Ginsberg. It's got oh. some evocative imagery in it.
I did not know you were into poetry. I'm not really, but there's a couple that I like. Howl by Allen Ginsberg, The Dead Seal on McClure Beach, I don't remember now who wrote it, and How to Tell a Wolf from a Dog. Those are three I've got almost memorized because they really struck me. Nice. In particular, The Dead Seal on McClure Beach. It's the story of, like, over the course of a few days, our narrator comes out and he finds what he thinks is a dead seal, but turns out to be a dying seal. Ah. And he visits it again and again over the course of three days. And the main part I remember is, God bless your race, your inner tube race. (laughs) And he compares dying to uh, taking shelter under the, like, in the depths below the crashing storms of life pretty good yeah okay ideally i would have had these done before but actually i kind of like doing it now because you've given me some cool info and it kind of changed where i was originally going to go that's what we do we screw everything up (laughs) (laughs) yeah and that's where i was like i don't know whether i need it seems like most of the actions they're talking about in the game are offensive or offense actions they're not necessarily offensive depending on how moralistic anyway inside are there big woods like where you keep clothes and stuff dressers or uh, is that the to- oh that's a squeak toy oh, like, yeah, that's, oh it's my your, dog is your dog killing a gopher or something um, no, you would think so <laughs> she grabs Kajika uh, young Kajika I didn't think about that when I made that decision now that's I'm gonna fine. have to <laughs> in young Kajika young Kajika in, in a big hug <laughs> It's been pretty thrashed. I don't okay. know much about the inner workings of a rifle, so... That's fine. Pretty thrashed is a good description. <laughs> Does it look... I am at the place by... Uh... Um... Controller? Mastery. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah, a, my, yeah, there we go. That'll work. Jesus Christ. My, <laughs> I'm a writer! We still love you. My ra- <laughs> my masters call Squirrel Rock. I have fought your kind before. It was not good for me. Then, oh, <laughs> I was all ready for you to go the other way. I know. I know. <laughs> Is everybody okay with the fact that there's hardly been any dice rolling in this whole? No, this works very well for me. Okay. I like the story so far. Okay, cool. We you're going to have this when you're building plot and story together. Yeah, well, that, I like yeah, this. I mean, I'm having fun and just it, it's I am me. too. Yeah, I'm not okay. having a problem. Okay, Trust good. Me, I'll be All the right. second person to tell you. Because <laughs> right. I believe that um, Al will be the first. <laughs> Looking at the boy, I think I got to leave this one up to you. I'm by your side, whatever you decide. Uh, up That's to the- a tough one. Oh, you're talking about the boy. I'm like, you're going to leave it up to him? Okay. No, no, no. no. I, I misunderstood. Okay, I'm, I'm with you. Look it at him because I've picked something up. I found out where they were. They're at Squirrel Creek. Rock. Squirrel Rock, I think. Or Squirrel Rock, huh? <laughs> You've heard Moolock before and they do not... Oh, okay, so we're going with Moolock. I thought it was Moloch for some reason. Okay. Moolock, Moolock, what would you like to use? It's fine with me. <laughs> Either one. Potato, potato, tomato, tomato. Let's just call the whole thing off. Tornado, hey, okay. <laughs> tornado. Tornado. That's right. He is about the same size as the Triceratops. Is Triceratopi. 
whatever triceratops is, is. I think the plural is probably triceratops. We're going to go with that because that was my first instinct and then I started second guessing myself. Like you might say a herd of sheep. Exactly. Yes. And I'm not a big fan of the evil white man. I'm going to um, stab him. Oh, okay. I had a... Well, no, we'll let you have the final blow. That. Oh, no, that's fine. Whatever you... Because I thought it'd be kind of cool if at that point she steps out and blows him away with her... Her and the boy followed us? Well, that's surprising to you, but that's what you see. She comes out... Works for me. Works for me.